Hey everybody, we are back for our first emergency edition of Barbacoa Big Red Basketball. Of course, I'm John, I got Will here, and we also got our man Trent on the line to break down this news that just came out. Big Spurs news, LaMarcus Aldridge signs a three-year, $72 million extension, which is really, really fucking weird if you've been paying attention to how to paying attention to the Spurs and the stories about their relationship with LaMarcus Aldridge this really threw everybody for a loop everyone was talking about how the relationship was basically done how they're just basically playing out this year um Aldridge has pretty much been unhappy throughout his whole time here and then out of nowhere he signs up for three more years I know you guys got a kick out of hearing this contract, so <laughs> let, let's hear what y'all got to say about it. Uh, speaking of a kick, if you heard a disturbance like 40 seconds ago, I accidentally kicked the table that the microphone is on. He did. <laughs> John, though, unflappable. My man just kept on with the intro. Didn't even pause. It's a professional. Didn't even stammer, didn't stutter his words. Um, I'll let you, I'll kick it to Trent first, you know. Kick it to Trent. Well, I think the, the first thing we have to say is to quote, uh, New York Times bestseller Shea Serrano LMAO <laughs> what are the Spurs doing everybody thought Aldridge was possibly on the block if he doesn't start out uh, this season better than he ended last season and now he's locked into a three year contract I mean I know the last year is not guaranteed or partially guaranteed but it just seems bizarre to you know, sort of zig while everybody's zagging, I guess, and go big. Really invest in the in the two bigs, Gasol and Aldridge. I mean, John, you know, as a Spurs fan, like, what was your thoughts when you saw this? Um, I mean, the thing that shocked me was just the, you know, why would it happen now, especially considering how rocky their relationship has been. Like, at the contract itself, I'm kind of okay with. But I was just thinking, like, it's pretty much... Uh, it's pretty much common knowledge throughout the league now that they did shop LaMarcus Aldridge at the draft and he made it pretty clear that he's been unhappy so far with the Spurs and I'm just thinking like I mean it would have I, I wouldn't have thought much of it if he was happy here and like it was obvious that the Spurs would want him to resign on the next deal but following up news this all happened really rapidly like the whole time over the whole summer People thought that he was gone, or this was for sure his last year. And then, like, last week or the week before, the story started coming out of how he's, like, ma- he's repairing his relationship with Coach Popovich. And then he signs th- signs up for three more years. And just I'm just thinking, this, this all happened really, really fast. All right, so I have two, like, main, main points here. Um, in all the season previews that I saw and read about the Spurs, People were wondering if Aldridge was going to opt into his contract next year. It was a player option, right? Yeah. For $20 million for next season. Yeah, or I think it's $22 million, I $22 think. Million for next season. So yeah. instead of, like, is he going to opt in, people were like, he should opt in because he's not going to get anywhere near $22 million on the open market. Instead of, like, having that decision forced upon him, um, he's now getting a $4 million raise from this season per year because his deal this year is for twenty. Next year was twenty two. And now it's going to be 24 in the two years preceding this season. Yeah. So I think, um, so I'm seeing some solace from John and other people that the third year 
so it's like a, a three-year, $72 million extension, isn't guaranteed for more than $7 million. Yeah, the third year only has $7 million guaranteed on <laughs> so it. So that means that you could get rid of LaMarcus Aldridge in the third year, and it only costs you $7 million. But that also means that if you do get rid of him, then you're paying him over the course of the three years of the deal that are actually going to go through. You're going to pay him $75 million, which is still a $5 million per season raise of what he's making right now. That's assuming he stays in San Antonio for the whole contract. Yeah, and I mean, I just think that this contract is kind of unmovable now. I think that they were having trouble when they were shopping him before of getting someone to take him off their hands because he was... I was going to make a graph before we did the podcast of his year-over-year stats. <laughs> and then he realized that listeners wouldn't be able to see yeah, the graph. Yeah, you guys won't be able to see the graph. Um, <laughs> we were going to do a video podcast, and I was going to have it on like my screen, but... So I was going to do a graph because I'm... We'll fairly, figure it out for another episode. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that LaMarcus Aldridge averaged lower stats last year than he did the previous year in almost every single category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he averaged lower stats. Um, they had trouble moving his contract already when it was a smaller number for less years. And somehow that ends up with him getting a $4 million raise and two extra years. Um Obviously, people are making jokes about R.C. Buford, uh, the Spurs GM on Twitter, including myself. My jokes are lovely. Please go look at them. <laughs> um, I just, I like, I don't understand. Like, it's like along the T.J. Warren, Ron Baker lines of like a team just negotiating <laughs> against themselves. There, I don't think there was a market for Lamarcus Aldridge to get this money from any other team. When so then. What does that mean? You think he would have been out of the league? What does that mean? Zero no, market? No, no, no. Okay, so I think that LaMarcus Aldridge, to sign with a different team, would have had to take a pay cut on the $20 million per season. How much do you think he's worth per year? Like 18 19 I don't think he would have had to take a significant pay cut. I think that he would have been smart to opt into the $22 million player option, though. I think that that is higher than he could have gotten for one season anywhere else. Trent? Yeah, I just, how much of this is just the Spurs looking at the landscape and not knowing where to get a player to sort of push them uh, or propel them, you know, toward the Warriors, and some people even consider them to be the fourth best team in the West now. Um, Is it just that there's no one really out there available, whether it be through trade or even next season's free agency? I know a lot of people were like, how are they going to sign a big-name player now? Because... They have Marcus locked in, and Kawhi's obviously locked in, or will be locked in. Uh, what do they do? I, I mean, I don't. Is it just? Is this just them looking at the landscape and saying, "Well, what else can we do?" I mean, this is it. Let's just ride with this. I mean, that's. I mean, that had to be a factor. I'm sure. Um, I don't think it was as much. The Spurs trying to like seeming desperate like trying to get them off their hands like they obviously like they know how to make deals they're not they they, they wouldn't they wouldn't just go around the league please someone take LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> like I don't think it was out of desperation I mean I think they just did their due diligence of looking at the market for LaMarcus and decided not to trade him because you know they still want a valuable they still want valuable assets in return for him still because they know he's he, they know that he can still contribute a lot on any team, and so I, um, I just, I don't know. I guess a part of it, a part of it too, is that about next summer, the free agent market. After, like, I don't, I don't even know 
who I would want them to go after. I mean, I'm not entirely sure of what the free agent market looks like among players who would actually leave their team. So who are actually like out on the market, either not re-signing with their original team or not already rumored, heavily rumored to go somewhere else, like Paul George. Yeah. LeBron. And so (laughs) that was the one thing I had... That was the one thing. I wanted the Spurs to hold out hope that LeBron could sign with San Antonio because <laughs> I thought that they did have – I feel like their chances were underrated of that happening, but obviously this new deal, unless they manage to find a way to flip Aldridge still this year or next summer, that option is completely killed. When could they trade him? January? Is that when – since he signed an extension, they, can, they can't trade him until January? Right? They can They can trade him whenever because oh, it's okay. still te- – he's technically still on his contract. He's not on a new deal. Oh, okay. so. so the extension just adds years so it doesn't – it doesn't count it, as a new contract. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what does LaMarcus Aldridge have to do this season to justify this deal? Uh, I don't think it's a lot more than what he's already doing. I mean, $24 million is... I think it's reasonable for someone who would play the way he played and maybe, and maybe slightly pay better. I mean, I was trying to find ways to make sense of the numbers directed uh the numbers in correlation to his quality of play overall and i saw i, I forget who posted this on twitter but i thought it made pretty a, a good amount of sense is that uh speaking of contracts he is in between he's he's higher than serge Ibaka and lower than paul Millsap, which i think is is, is a correlates pretty well as far as player quality goes as well with all those players. So I think in that mm. in that way, the, the contract makes sense. I was actually about to ask you if you thought that he was better than Serge Ibaka, or would you rather have him or Serge Ibaka? Oh, I would easily have Aldridge over Ibaka. Yeah, you think Ibaka's a little bit washed now? Yeah, I mean, Ibaka... I mean, and it's also, I guess it's a little unfair to Ibaka because he was never counted on. Yeah. for that level of production like Aldridge has been in Portland and San Antonio. But um I mean I th- I think I think it was smart to do this deal because for Aldridge's sake if he doesn't have that great of a year <sighs> then he has that money to count on and if he does uh, <laughs> if he does exceed expectations I just like burped up the pizza I had earlier. <laughs> we ate a bunch of pizza. We're all sorry. <laughs> Um, if if he exceeds these expectations and the Spurs have a good trade chip again and they avoid, and if, if they did strike out on the free agent market and had to look into re-signing Aldridge next summer, then they avoid paying him closer to $30 million. He probably If he does have a bounce back year, he probably would have gotten Paul Millsap money. So uh, I've got two two counterpoints here. Okay. Um, I'm looking at, at LaMarcus Aldridge's year-over-year stats. That's one thing. I'll get to that in a second. Lamarcus Aldridge is 32 years old. At the end of this contract, he'll be 36. Yeah. Is that is that scary at all for you? No. That he's already 32? No. The partial guarantee makes it a lot easier to handle. I mean, he's... The Spurs haven't... The Spurs figure out ways to dump contracts if they really want to dump contracts. Like, they... They they decided to go forward with Pau Gasol and found a way to dump Boris Diaw. And when they decided to go ahead with Lamarcus Aldridge, they found a way to dump Tiago Splitter for nothing. And so, um, I mean, this I mean I have no idea what the market's going to look like or what his trade value is going to be like a couple years from now, or maybe even he gets traded earlier than that. 
But, um, I mean, yeah, a part of it, too, is I just don't think he's going to finish out this contract on the Spurs. I think yeah. I think that – I think they still have good – I think there's still a good team to think about next summer in free agency because I think – I think I just my gut feeling tells me that Lamarcus Aldridge is going to have a bounce back year, and if that's the case, then that's a really good trade chip. All right, so I have I have another question based on the stats for you. So last season, Aldridge averaged seventeen points and seven rebounds a game. Yeah, seventeen point three and seven point three. Those were the worst numbers in those two categories since his second NBA season ten years ago. Yeah. Um. Can you think of an example of especially a big man? having a drop in performance over the course of two years and then increasing his performance back to his old, like, good level. I'm not saying that he hasn't, he's not okay. 17 and 7 are fine stats, but 24 million for 17 and 7 when it's declined two years in a row seems like a lot to me. He's playing less minutes, though. Uh, he's playing two less minutes than he did in his second NBA season when he averaged those numbers. I mean, I think that with those numbers um i think one he should look better this year because they're gonna they're gonna like tamper with the offense to make it fit his game better and they're gonna allow him to shoot more threes and he seems to have bought into playing some center more often and also last year he was dealing with injuries he had some knee issues and then like in the second half of the year he was out for a certain stretch of time with heart issues too those things seem to be taken care of now so yeah, I mean, I mean, I get where you're coming from, and um, I mean, I could see him staying at that level, but um, I mean, we just have to wait and see. I mean, the, so far, like post trade rumors around the draft, there have been uh, it's been, it's been good news since then. Like apparently, they have a better understanding of where his fit is on the Spurs. He's healthy, and so uh, yeah, I, I, I mean. I don't have I don't have any solid evidence to justify that he's going to be better, but just my gut feeling tells me that they're going to work it out. So, okay, I can see that. Um, Trent, any more thoughts about Lamarcus Aldridge? Do you think seventeen and seven is worth twenty four million? I think when you guys did the the contract comparison, and then you think about contracts like Ryan Anderson, twenty million. Uh, Ryan <laughs> um, isn't Ryan Anderson's contract for eighteen? Is it eight? Okay, eighteen million. So that's. I mean. Is LMA worth six million more than Ryan Anderson? Probably on defense. But that's uh, like alone. a terrible contract that the Rockets. Have no, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. Like, if you compare it to those other deals, I guess in hindsight or uh, next to them, it doesn't look that bad. In a vacuum, it sounds bad. I think it only sounds bad though because of how poorly he played against the Warriors. But we sort of went over why that was like not exactly fair like yeah. he's not asked to carry a team and then all of a sudden Kawhi gets hurt and he's like okay your show now also you're right <laughs> it is uh 20 million per season for Ryan Anderson thank you for ruining my night John's <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, if we're like if we're giving like a direct Ryan Anderson for LaMarcus Aldridge comparison obviously I think the Rockets would definitely rather have LaMarcus Aldridge at four million extra dollars but I don't think that that's no, no, the barometer <laughs> No, I know. I'm just saying, like, if you look at other contracts, um, at least contextually, it's not that bad. Maybe in a vacuum, it seems bad. It sounds. I think the closest bad. comparison has got to be Millsap. I don't think Ibaka really fits as a comparison. I mean, he, I just think he, Paul Millsap <sighs> is such a better player at this point. I mean, he, he's he's making like six or seven less than Millsap, yeah. so which seems appropriate to me. Ah, uh, Millsap is around the same age, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't. I I personally didn't like the Paul Millsap contract either. Cause yeah, Millsap is already already now. He's he's thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Millsap is thirty two, and he signed what is a three year deal? Three year, ninety million. Woo! But uh, luckily, yeah, I don't like that deal either. I don't think it's a third year fully guaranteed. No, he screwed himself. The, oh. I don't understand. Like his agent sucks. He the third year is a team option. Because <laughs> uh, he had the same up. agent Spoiler that he alert, had. They're not going to pick up a thirty million dollar option <laughs> on you when you're thirty five years old. What was that trade? Hey. I said, does he have the same agent that he had for the first Atlanta deal? Because that was a terrible deal. Oh, I also, have no idea. if you remember, famously that was a really bad contract for him. Yeah, poor Paul Millsap hasn't gotten Atlanta. paid the way that he should. Yeah. Um, Denver makes sense though to overpay Paul Millsap. Like it's hard to get free agents yeah, to go to Denver. Talent. Like yeah. they have oh, to overpay. Shit, that reminds me. Um, so the Spurs were super heralded when they signed Aldridge because it came out of nowhere. The Spurs had never signed a free agent like that before. Do you think that there's any kind of lingering RC Buford saying, "No, fuck you guys. I was right about Aldridge. I'm going all in on Aldridge because we finally got a guy, and I don't want it to be proven to be." Uh, Spurs retirement home kind of thing that um, we can only no. get. We can't get an elite free agent. So, you're, are you asking me if RC Buford is all of a sudden Jerry Jones now or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind no. of. Um, kind of. I actually am kind of asking about it. <laughs> no, he's never done anything like this, and I don't think that he would start with this either. Okay, so can you can you admit that this contract is kind of out of character for the Spurs? Um. Yeah, but just from a logistical standpoint, like I, I, but, but then again, I see if if I was in the Spurs situation, I would have let the contract ride out, and yeah. if he does seem to be worth that deal, I would have tried to resign him in the summer. But I see why they wouldn't have wanted to take that risk, and I see why they would have wanted to make that extension. Like it, like I can see how it does and doesn't make sense. Okay, so that's like a smarter way of saying what I was just trying to say. Do you feel like? He felt like he had to do this now, and he had to overpay because of the inherent disadvantage of being the Spurs when it comes to attracting free agents. To keep Aldridge, he feels like he had to overpay him. And like you said, down the line, they can decide if they don't want this contract. This is a, like, cover-my-ass contract. I don't think that... It's it's just a contract for, for like, safety. It's a safe contract yeah. because, like, I, I think it's less about the Spurs San Antonio as a market as it is let's just let's pay him something that'll satisfy him in case like we're at and so that we don't avoid the situation where we have to pay even more than we would have wanted to yeah. it's basically it's sort it's sort of I mean it's definitely a win for Aldridge and I mean you can grade it as a win or a loss for the Spurs but I see why they would want to do that because I mean if he stays the same then Twenty-four million isn't that bad, and if he gets better, then he proves to be worth or exceeding that value, and could be a trade chip if they want to try out free agency again. What is Kawhi's contract situation right now? He has like two more years left, I think. What 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 is the deal though? A max? Uh, is it the like bullshit max? Like the it's the yeah, pre, it's like the, the rookie max. max right? Yeah, the he's on the rookie max. Yeah. So it's like twenty million a season. Yeah, something like that. So. So Aldridge was already the highest paid guy on the team. Yeah, five years, ninety-four million for oh, Kawhi. Fuck, man. That's like pocket uh, change. Like when is million. when is he eligible for the supermax? Uh, uh, next year. I think it is next year. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like one. I think it's when there's one year left. Yeah, there's one year left on the contract. You can sign the giant extension. So when he signs that giant extension next summer, half 
or more of the Spurs cap is going to be Aldridge and Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That just that would freak me out inside if I was a Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're they've been really good at making up the rest of the roster with little amounts of money, and also I just. And just like again, like I, I don't think that he would be hard to move if they wanted to move him. Like I think they could get assets for him, or if they just wanted to clear the cap space, I think they can do that too. Like I guess I could easily see a scenario where, um, like Chicago next summer is going to have a ton of cap space. I could totally see them wanting to be a team that wants to make the playoffs right away. So they strike out on signing free agents. So we dump the Marcus Aldridge on them, and then or Dallas. Dallas yeah, is Dallas is from Dallas. A good option for getting rid of your shitty contract because they strike out. Lamarcus Aldridge is also from Dallas. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Oh, I just thought like he, they're going to trade him to Dallas. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, that's possible. <laughs> yeah. And the Spurs are going to somehow end up with Nerlens Noel on a cheap contract and <laughs> fucking Harrison Barnes in exchange for Lamarcus Aldridge. Man, but it's just going to be Noel while he's on this qualifying option. That's what like like. How much is this qualifying it's option? Three point four million. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get Noel on that That's deal. That's not how the salary cap works, John. If they're yeah. gonna have the if they're gonna have the cap space, then they could they s- can absorb all that money. If they have the cap space, then yeah. Oh, I thought the salaries had to match within like eighty five percent. That's if you, the both teams are over the cap. Oh, the cap is very Byzantine and complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's what's gonna basically what I'm saying is that they're still gonna clear the cap to sign LeBron James. So <laughs> there you go. Wow. Big predictions. Hey, yeah, I, mean, John, I mean, I just, I don't, okay, well, we don't have to get into all of this, but I don't buy LeBron going to the Lakers. One, because. Oh, man. <laughs> one, because, the LA turn. One, because if he does go to LA, the team is going to be LeBron, Paul George, and Lonzo, and then Scraps. Lonzo. That's, that's the team. Like, that team is not doing shit. And then. They can't keep Ingram? Uh, I don't think, if I'm the team that trade, that, if I'm the team that, uh, the Lakers seek out to make the cap room for LeBron. I'm telling myself, I know you need this cap room to sign LeBron. You're going to give me Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I, if I'm taking Jordan Clarkson's overpriced ass, you're sending Brandon Ingram with him. Yeah, and Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, and and yeah. So yeah. so number so number one, I don't think the team is going to be that good after LeBron were to sign there, and I think he would realize that. And two, I don't think it's in his nature to just follow through with expectations. Everyone has been saying he's been going to he's going to go to the Lakers ever ever since uh the playoffs ended. I don't think it's in his nature to just do what everybody's expecting. I think there's going to be a plot twist. Yeah. Um, plot that twist. was like a wild tangent for <laughs> Yeah. We're going to definitely cover that. The plot the twist is going to be the Spurs. Um, so, let's wrap it up. This is supposed to be a short emergency pod. Um Grade the deal for Aldridge and the Spurs, John, and then you, Trent, and then I will I will finish it up with a hilarious joke about Ron Baker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess a B. I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, it for has. Spurs. Uh, yeah. I mean, a, a plus for Aldridge, <laughs> B for the Spurs, S plus for Aldridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has its ups and downs for the Spurs, but I see why they wanted to do that, and I can't blame them for it. Um, Trenticles, which is what Trent's name is in my cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, I would say A-plus for Aldridge, obviously. Um, and I want to ask John real quick, uh, is he, like, lighting training camp on fire? Like, is that why they gave him the money now? I just think the timing is the weirdest thing. It is. I don't – I yeah, like, I just I, – I don't get it. Like, I think, I think they really are 
this is this deal is quite a gamble. I think they really are banking on him having a a recovery year, and I I don't know what and all that they have at this point to show for it is how well he's done in training camp and preseason, and based on the conversations he's had with Popovich. I mean, if that's yeah, if that's good enough for them, then I guess if he immediately tears his Achilles, will he kill yourself? Wow. <laughs> wow. Also, for the Spurs, I would give it a B plus. I don't think it's that bad of a contract. I think the only trepidation I would have with it is 35-year-old Lamarck Saunders making $24 million. <laughs> but he is a good defensive player. Like, I think... I think a lot of the times, you know, we'll brought the number 17 and 7 and it sounds bad, but he's like he's still a really good rim protector and he was really good in the Rocket series before the Warriors series. So Yeah, yeah and I don't let's remember that he's going to be getting that 24 million or whatever while he's 35 in Dallas, so I'm not really worried <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. That's well, the problem. Yeah. Um that I think we can guarantee that he'll be on the Spurs at 35 years old, making 24 million. Unless Greg Popovich is the coach of the LeBron-led Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Sorry, LeBron. <laughs> Not the man the job, buddy. Um, uh, I think obviously it's an S plus, super plus for Lamarcus Aldridge and his agent. Like, buy yourself something fucking nice, man. Get a Maybach yeah. agent. Shout out to Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> you deserve it, Jeff Schwartz. You deserve it, buddy. Um, for the Spurs, I think it's like a C plus. I think it's like whenever you decide they're gonna do something that you know might fail spectacularly. And then you just rush it because you like want to get it over with. I don't think that the Spurs wanted to see five games of Aldridge being mediocre and then giving him seventy-two million extra dollars. That would look so much worse than them deciding right now that he's had a good training camp and we need him to be better. And it's a safe contract. If they give it to him after he sucks for the first five games, it looks so much worse as a contract, right? Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, if he does suck, it's gonna look <laughs> shitty regardless. But um, one other thing about the numbers is he was just as good defensively when he was in Portland. But his last year in Portland, he averaged twenty three and twelve, and he averaged yeah. eighteen and seven and seventeen and seven in the Spurs uniform. He's so, being asked to do less. Yeah, and I think that a lot of it uh, has to do with the fact that Kawhi's future this season is a little uncertain because of all the comments today about how there's no timetable for his return. So I think LaMarcus Aldridge is going to eat these first 10 games of the season. At least I certainly fucking hope so for Spurs fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a perfect opportunity. I mean, fresh off the contract, I mean, it would only make sense for him to show that he's worth it. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Trent? Uh, no, but I'm waiting for the Ron Baker joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Nah, I'll save it. I just found out Ron Baker is white. That's how bad the player Ron Baker is. I didn't even know who he was or that he was white. It makes it we much think... more funny because he's a white guy from Kansas. He used to have a Jerry curl somehow. <laughs> yeah. Do we think Ron Baker with that hair does well in New York with the with the women? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say no. <laughs> you think no? I think that he brought his Wichita State sweetheart with him to the Big uh, Apple. I was um, about to say, I'm not sure if things work in New York the way they work at Wichita State. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can't buy that much ass with $4 million in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... All right, well, I guess that does it for this emergency pod episode. Uh, we're going to have another one out over the weekend to talk about the premiere of the season tomorrow night. Rockets and Warriors tomorrow night, then Spurs and Wolves Wednesday night. We'll see y'all later. Chuck it. Ciao.